This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, the Japanese would be proud. You waited until the meal was done. But at this point... Hit me with it and let us both get on with our days. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! A friend of mine told me, try America Online. I said, why? I've got a computer. He said, try it. You'll see. It's simple. Every time you sign on, welcome. It tells you if you've got mail. You've got mail. Want to send some email? Type the message. Click here, and it's done. I like this. With one click, I can browse all kinds of great features on America Online, and their web browser makes it easy to explore the World Wide Web. Call the toll-free number, and you'll receive your free startup kit and 10 free hours to look around. It's worth a try. You'll see. To try America Online free, call 1-800-313-1919. You'll receive your free America Online startup kit and 10 free hours your first month. Call now. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. What exactly is a computer? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Yeah, I don't know what that is. My cat just bit me on the foot. <laughs> really hurt. But don't bogart that joint. At this point, I'm more bean than gene. Just around. I told you radio was my jam. And don't bogart that joint, my friend. You know what time it is. Well, just pass it on down. And now, if you can't enjoy this many people kissing our ass at this level, then I feel sorry for you. Our feature presentation. I think that cat just bit my foot. Uh. When people ask me my the highlight of my career, mm-hmm. it's going to be in the top three. Well, I've been living with it as my ringtone, so. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Wasn't that big a deal? It was we amazing. We found out from our listeners that most of them have been bitten by a cat at one point or another. Yeah. It's, and, it's very common. And rest in peace to those listeners. Not right. really uh, as bad as yours, though. Well, not really. I am taking, let me tell you what I got. Oh. I, I got a moxiclav. That's the... That's Moxiclan. The, that's right. antibiotic? Antibiotics. That's the antibiotics that I'm on. Yeah, it's, apparently it's a very powerful penicillin-like antibiotic. So sure. it should do the trick. So I have to take it uh, twice a day for 10 days. What did the doctor say when you uh, asked him? Doctor said I was very foolish for not coming in yesterday. <laughs> yep. Uh, immediately after the bite... Uh, so I guess that would have been two days ago. He now, used yeah. the words very foolish. Very foolish. You don't yes. want that from your doctor yes. ever. Well, I, I said... was called really dumb by my doctor. And I was like, you're not supposed to say stuff like that to your patients. <laughs> and that's the guy who almost died from a spider. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apparently I, uh, apparently I waited too long to go, but he, he thinks I'm going to be okay. So I, it doesn't look like I'm going to lose a foot this time. But I do. Mm. God, I miss that cat, though, man. I still hope Boris comes back. 
to but, you. But You'd... you know he's someone else's yeah. cat now. I know, but if he's just out wandering around, it'd be cool if he just stopped by just to, you just know, to say another, hello. Another just nibble? To, just to say hey, you know. To go for all. the other foot? No, not for a biting thing, just for a little, a little cuddling, that's all. These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. I, before we move on, I did have one final cat question, and this is for you, Jensen, because you're a, a fellow cat lover, mm-hmm. and I've had and I've had uh, cats in the past on numerous occasions. There were people who were commenting on the video that Donna shot through the kitchen door of me playing with with Boris out on yeah, the front porch. Yeah, right? big big smile pre accident. Yes, I was. I was delighted. I was just before having, love died. Mm-hmm. I was having, love never died. Well, I was having the time of my life, and he was, uh, you know, he was batting at a, a plant, and we were just having fun. You had and, all your blood, and I was, and I was uh, rubbing him and scratching him and stuff. People said that it was uncool that as I rubbed his back, I continued rubbing all the way to the end of his tail, and they said that was weird or or something you shouldn't do. When you rub your cat, do you rub his tail too, or no? No, but I don't do it for any reason that they're saying. I just don't do it because I don't think he. I, I think he has shown that he doesn't like it. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? Yeah. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> Why did they say that? That I don't know anything about cats because I hate them because they're terrible. Because they're awesome. Why this are you not I'm, supposed to pet them? Well, my this, cat, yeah. this is what I'm trying to understand. Okay. Because so I would be like scratching his back and stuff, and then just as I go down his body, I would just keep going and just you know, just kind of cup his tail on the way out. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? No, it's not creepy at all. I was just trying to, you know, just make him feel good. Uh, I mean, my cat has shown that he doesn't love belly rubs. You know, he goes more towards the back. So I, I, might, I, I think maybe people who are saying that just have their own interests, like th- their own cats in mind. Right. I got you. They know their cats don't like it, so they think no cat. I mean, he seemed to, Boris seemed to love it. So yeah. that's okay. I just love, I, and not to belabor the point, but you got bit. Mm-hmm. You were most definitely going to get an infection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which your doctor told ninety nine percent. We were told, and right. you just wish that cat would come back. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't That's the cat. Odd. It wasn't the cat's fault. Of it was course, just a, it was. It was just. Was a, it your fault? No, it was no. Just the a, cat's a dick. It was nobody's fault. It was just a thing that happened. It's nobody's fault. If I'm there's not, a thing that happens where I get bit, I change my behavior. I don't blame him for bite. He's a cat. Cat cats sometimes will bite you, especially given his history being a fairly recently adopted former feral cat. That's that's probably what he's used to. Right. Mm-hmm. So if he's used to that and biting is normal for him, I don't let him back in my house. I see Bean being eaten by a coyote going, that's his nature. It's his nature. Don't worry about me. <laughs> no one dying. hurt this. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. This is It's my fault. <laughs> I didn't love the bite, but it was worth it for the two days that I got to spend with Boris. Mm-hmm. That, that's that my is, whole you're thing. sad. That's no, sad. The, tra- the trade-off is that I enjoyed his company so much that a little bit of pain on the on the end of it was fine. Directing so. cats is like directing a group of world-class athletes. So I miss right. Boris. That's, that's creepy. That's what I'm saying. Jensen, when your uh, son was born, yes. first and foremost, every new parent just hopes for a healthy baby. Yes, that, that, unfortunately didn't have that blessing, but right. uh, that's all we wanted, yes. That's all you want. Anything else, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Looks, hair, whatever. You just want that baby to be healthy. Yeah. I would have been disappointed that if, if it were my baby that Adler was not born with a tail because I am a <laughs> huge fan of humans with tails. Okay. A huge fan. Well, we didn't and, feel the same way you did, but go on. So, so you didn't have that that crushing <laughs> no. disappointment I would have. Kevin, how many times have you heard me say how much I'd love to have a tail? I mean, and I don't know if he's kidding or not, mm-hmm. but prob- I'm not. probably without exaggerating 50. Okay. It would be I so mean, 
great to have a tail. I mean, look, how many times do you find yourself in a situation where two hands are just not enough? Mm-hmm. You're carrying stuff out to the car. What, do you, what can you do? He with- sees this tail working as like an octopus arm. Yes, yeah. exactly. Are there an inch? No, I'm talking about a, a real full tail. tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about like a monkey okay. tail. That's yeah. what you want. You he want wants, a monkey yeah. tail. Beans gone bye-bye. No, I'm saying that if you could use that tail to the you know to hit the button to open up your trunk or whatever, you would totally <laughs> love that. Well, you also are saying you'd want a third arm. Uh, essentially, yeah, but a tail is even cooler because you can use a tail to help you climb. You can use a tail to help you do all sorts of stuff. Okay. Well, the reason I bring all this up is because designers in Japan at Keio University have created what they call a jointed appendage, which is essentially a tail that is worn at the waist. And the reason is specifically, although there are many other uses available, specifically to help people who have balance problems because the tail... Let me just say this. I just use the front side for that. You know what I mean? Other, <laughs> Lots of other mammals, you know, you think about mammals that that have tails. You think about rats and you think about kangaroos. You mm-hmm. think about muggies. They use their tail for balance because they don't stand upright and walk like we do. Okay? Right. Apes do. That's why they don't have or need a tail. But there are some people who have real balance problems. There are also people that are thinking that this would be an outstanding device for people who work in... Uh, physical labor. They're construction workers. They have to lift heavy, heavy things. A tail helps you balance and take some of the pressure off your back. So this is on, so this goes to the floor. That's right. Yes, so it's, it's almost like an action figure. When I was a kid, exactly. Got it. So it, that makes it stand up. Yes, exactly. So if you picture Godzilla, for instance, we're talking his tail. It's a robo tail that was presented in July at a conference in Los Angeles. It's kind of T Rexy looking, mm-hmm. but they say it will augment your physical abilities. And they're working on this to make a functional tail that people who want it can use for balance. And I think this is fantastic. And I think they're going to get to the point where, you know, they're going to make them, like right now, they kind of need power. They're going to figure out some way to put a battery in this or something like this. And I think we're all going to be walking around with tails because we're going to realize how dope it is. (laughs) I just want to let that sink in. (laughs) So basically, you're becoming a tripod. Well, I'm already a tripod if you get my meeting, but I, I'm saying... <laughs> Every um, time you use it, does it sound like this? <laughs> it doesn't say if there are sound okay. effects built in or not. Yeah, they should. They should, should set right? it up. This is not for uh, for cosplayers or furries or anybody like that. This for is people for who being... Just, no, this is for people who, again, have impaired, impaired... I mean, think about old people that have trouble walking. If they had a tail, it'd be so much easier for them, for the balance. So, so. you're saying instead of like a walker? Yeah. Mm. So anyway, I'm very excited about this, and I, I this is the this is I always say, you know, we live in a wonderful time where you know it's the most modern oh, technology has ever been. Wonderful time, <laughs> it is, and uh, and this is part of the reason why is because you're going to remember this conversation in five years when you're strapping on your tail. You're going to be, you know, being said this would happen, and here we are. You sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medicated. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Pete show, shall we? This is such a weird start. I believe. Everything. It's Friday, so keep it 100. Can't get there fast enough. Uh, the drunkest you've seen your parents. Love this. This is. I'm so excited to hear <laughs> what people... I, I assume people have seen some crazy things. Uh, Kevin's party bus to Vegas. Singles. Okay. Getting, uh, t- uh, tonight at midnight is the deadline. Oh. Whoa. So we're going to give you some more people who are uh, trying to get in. And we'll tell you how to do it. Pokemon Go, still a thing? Yeah, we, I, uh, I was shocked. Shock! I can't believe that people are still using it that actively. I can't either. It's huge. It's still huge. It's still still massive. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, people are dumb. And uh, 
actor, comedian Seth Rogen Mm -hmm. on the program as well today. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Pete. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Allie is taking a well-deserved day off today. In for her for what's happening. Hey, Jensen. Hi, everyone. Uh, Listen, ahead of the long-awaited release of her seventh studio album, Lover, Bean, how excited are you that Taylor Swift put out the final official single from the album last night? Look, well, final so far. I, um... Well, no, she's saying this is the last one before the record. Oh, before the record, That's yeah, but she, she may, still, may still have new singles to come. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah, the Take it easy, record. Jensen. He's yeah, the guy. I mean, please, I don't want to uh, pretend no one else is going to hear it. Of course, I'm, <laughs> of course I'm excited. I mean, anytime there's a new song from an artist that you like, you're excited to hear it. Okay, this follows me with Brendan Urie, You Need to Calm Down, and Archer. Uh, the full album uh, comes out August 23rd, 18 tracks. Her first with Public Records, her new home. In an interview with Vogue, she said the song has one of her favorite bridges. Here's a quote, Bean, so stand by this from your favorite artist. I love a bridge, and I was really able to go to Bridge City. (laughs) She didn't say that in those words, though. That's it. That's the quote. That's uh, that's an interesting way to describe her songwriting, but okay. Let's hear what Bridge City sounds like. This is Lover. Can I go? Daddy so, likey. Mm. So she released that? Like that's finished? That's a that's a hit, Kevin. It has like a real Motown sound. Like yeah, a, it's definitely old school. Yeah. Definitely old school. Very different from the, the slick pop she's been doing the last few years. But I'm saying that's the finished product. That's a hit, Kevin. Okay. Did you pre-order? You, no. Okay. No, because I want to go to Target and get all those special editions, uh, the hard copies. Right. <laughs> Next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. $1 billion and beyond, Disney announces uh, yesterday or early today that it critically lauded, uh, the critically lauded animated sequel, Toy Story 4, has now hit the $1 billion mark. That's just average for them now. Yeah. It it's just expected. Happened, which is crazy. It's Disney's fifth billion dollar grossing film of the year. Aladdin, Lion King, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, all of them made that kind of money. Uh... I can't imagine any studio touching what Disney did this year for quite some time. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't either. But wasn't wasn't there a story like a month ago that uh, their profits were not what investors expected? No, they, they did. A, yeah. Yeah. What was the story with their that? Their stock report was that they uh, didn't make as much money as they thought. Uh, but the reason is, from what I've heard, the reason is because all of the theme park costs came out of last uh, last, I guess, y- you know, fiscal year. So they'll have to recoup those going forward. Well, next one will have all yeah. the profit in it, from what I I hope Disney's going to be okay. We pray for them, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, the film sales, to, uh, it's internationally over a billion dollars, and that joins Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, and Toy Story 3 as the fourth Pixar film to achieve a billion dollars. Now, I was, I was wondering, those aren't the four best Pixar movies. Like, it's weird. Interesting. It's it, Finding Dory, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 3, and now Toy Story 4. I, those aren't even on anyone's lists as, like, my favorite Pixar movie, right? It's yeah, just but, sequels. Yeah, I would think so. That's what. That's it. It's the sequel factor. Yeah. So anyway. Everybody loved the first one so much they couldn't wait to see the next one. If you're in film school, just make a sequel, man. Yeah. That's, start with a sequel. Yeah. Just do, like, make a new movie and just call <laughs> it, like, you know, The Birds and the Cat 2. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> and then people are like, did you see one? No. It doesn't matter. Two's great. 
Uh, some birthdays today. Singer and actress Madonna. I like putting actress in there. <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford, James Cameron, Angela Bassett, Steve Carell, and Reginald Vell Johnson, who's always played a cop. It's Die Hard, Family Matters, etc. Yeah, I don't think he's ever played anything else. And one of our favorite directors here on the show, Taika Waititi. Happy birthday. All right. Uh, and that's what's going on. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Seth Rogen, longtime friend of the Kevin and Bean Show and personal friend of yours, Jensen Carp. He's a pal. Did a very funny thing yesterday when he put up the new Red Band trailer for his film that he produced uh, called Good Boys. The kids who star in the movie not only can't see the movie, they can't even see the trailer. That's how dirty it is. Seth, I feel like you should be arrested or something for that. <laughs> I, if that was gonna, I would have been arrested long ago. By the skin of my teeth. <laughs> How delicate a dance is that when you're working with kids underage and you're getting them to say and do like explicitly adult things? Um, not as you know. I mean, they themselves are like the innocent core of a filthy film, I would say. Um, and while they say a lot of things, kind of, they do some dirty things. The, the joke is largely one of innocence, you know. Um, but there was a lot of things that came up that they had no idea what they were saying or doing. <laughs> and if they asked, we would tell them to ask their parents. And That's who he would. <laughs> we would say, your parents are the ultimate barometers of how much of this stuff you should understand. <laughs> Your director even said that if things got a little crazy, they would have to go ask their mom sort of mid-project. That has to be a first. Uh, yeah, you know, when, when we made Superbad, there was actually some of that. The actor who played McLovin was like 16 when oh, we right. shot the movie. And and his mother actually had to be on set all the time as well. <laughs> um, and I, and honestly, I was the same when I did Priest and Geek. I was only seventeen, and my mother had to be on set all the time. So, like, oh. I totally sympathize with it, honestly. Um, but what's also weird is their parents are like my age, like, which is not something I that you is know, weird. Used to be, but, <laughs> like, um, like all, I think I'm older than Jacob's parents. So, like, <laughs> they were. Uh, yeah, like they they are fans of our movies and and understand that we you know our hearts in the right place and generally we're making things that they won't need to be uh, embarrassed by. <laughs> and I, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to to work with Seth before, and so much of his creative process involves people yelling out jo- like he uh, everyone's allowed to participate that's creative in, in the project. And I assume you yeah. had to put muzzles on a lot of people when people are trying to come up with jokes. It gets raunchier and raunchier sometimes. Did you guys did you have to hold people back? From from giving those suggestions? No, they would just give the suggestions, and the kids would say it. It was like <laughs> um, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, you could you would just tell them to say it, and they would say it, and they would have no idea what they were saying. It actually reminded me, like when we made the Green Hornet, the kid who played uh, the guy who played Cato did not speak English, and so we would be yelling out jokes for him to say, and he would repeat them perfectly, having <laughs> no idea what he was saying, and. Weirdly, it was a similar process. That's funny. <laughs> Seth, it seems, Seth, like you only work with people who have no idea what they're saying. That's a weird thing. It's the thing. only way people will work with me. It's, it's the only what I've it's a, it's a trend I've noticed. Well, only only people will engage with me if they don't know what is actually happening. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are talking to Seth Rogen here on the Kevin Beecher. He's a producer of a new film that looks hilarious. It is called Good Boys. It's in theaters today. Now, this movie is about 12 and 13-year-olds who are really just kind of being exposed to adult things, and they have all 
those complicated feelings going on, and they're trying to navigate their way in the world and with the opposite sex. Was there anything in this movie that kind of reminded you of a 12-year-old Seth Rogen, something you went through, Seth? Oh, so much stuff in the movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, just the idea of getting invited to a kissing party and having so much anxiety, not knowing how to kiss at all, not knowing <laughs> the protocol, not just wanting to embarrass myself. Um, yeah, I really relate to that. Not knowing how any profanity works properly is also <laughs> something I very much relate to. I had like the I had like the slang words for male and female genitalia backwards until I was like thirteen years old, um, which was probably wildly confusing to many people. Um, but and honestly, I think like on an emotional level, like the movie's really about in many ways, like when you're around 12 is also when you learn that like the kids you've been friends with your whole life you probably aren't going to be friends with your whole life right and not just that you're probably more likely to like uh being like like you're probably more likely to like be about to meet the kids that you're actually going to be friends with your whole life um and and i think that's something i really relate to because like evan uh who's my partner who i still work with like i met him when i was 13 and I abandoned many other children <laughs> when, I, when I met him and, and all the guys I was friends with up until I was 13 I just basically stopped being friends with <laughs> well the movie looks hilarious it looks like something we need these days uh, if you enjoyed Superbad, Pineapple Express Sausage Party or all the other great movies that these guys have done together it looks phenomenal in theaters today it was called Good Boy Seth you know we always love having you on the Kevin Beach show it's always great to get a chance to catch up with you continued success my friend Thank you, and congratulations, uh, Jensen, on your child. Oh, it's thank good. you, Seth. I'll say it on the, I'll yeah. say it on the radio. That's where, all the, that's where all the most emotional real things come out. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Bye, buddy. This is how my life... I don't, I don't see my friends anymore, so I have to congratulate them. Thanks. The yeah. Yeah. We'll set up an interview for about two months from now. I'll tell you how he's growing up. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Seth. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You know what? I found out people are dumb. Dumb. Out of Nashville, Tennessee, a Nashville man who was allegedly caught shoving beef brisket and propane bottles into his pants. Oh, I didn't know that was a problem. I guess I got to go change. Was was caught by police officers who were already in the store in their <laughs> uniforms. And this guy's jamming stuff down his pants. Here's the uh, report. I just had that feeling. Like there's no. That's not the right one. Go to the other mm-hmm. one. Yep. All right. This Nashville man is accused of shoving beef brisket and propane bottles into his pants, then assaulting a police officer. An officer spotted John Honecker shoplifting on security cameras. Police and the store's loss prevention employee detained Honecker, and that's when they found the brisket and the propane bottles. Now, during transport to central booking, police say Honecker was kicking the patrol car's windows, banging his head against the plastic partition that mm. separates the front mm. and the back. Yeah. Then yeah. when police tried to restrain the man, that's when they say he tried kicking an officer in the head and midsection. Please say Honecker advised them to leave his drunk, explicitive, explicitive alone. I mean, honestly, he told them. He gave them a warning, right? Do you guys think that the meat and the propane canister were connected, like his plan was to take it home and make a brisket? Or do you think that the propane canister was just so he would, you know, look good? No. <laughs> you get, if you get my meaning. Is that, are you happy to see me, or is that just, yeah. just propane in your pocket? Exactly. Do you uh, think that's what it was? No, you I think he was. show up at some lady's house. I hope that's some, what it was. He was looking to BBQ, yeah. You, know, you was, think so? Yeah. Okay.
Out of uh, Fresno, California man dies after competing in taco eating contests. Oh. oh, now this is just sad. Authorities say a man died shortly after competing in a taco eating contest in Fresno. Fresno Sheriff spokesman Tony Body says 41-year-old Dana Hutchings of Fresno died Tuesday night shortly after arriving at a hospital. They're doing an autopsy to find out exactly why, but it was right in the middle of a taco eating contest. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night's competition allowed amateurs to qualify for Saturday's World Taco Eating Championship. So he wasn't even in the finals. Yeah. He if was you're going to die, you got to yeah, be in the finals. Go out on top. Right. This was the uh, the Fresno Grizzlies. Is that right? The minor league team that was mm-hmm. up there doing it? And, yes. And apparently the guy, an eyewitness, said that he was not even chewing. He was swallowing tacos whole oh, or as, as much of it as he could. That is a cool way to go out, though. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. That's awesome. It should be on his tombstone. <laughs> he didn't swallow. Well, he did swallow. <laughs> he, he didn't did, chew. Yes. He swallowed. That's better. (laughs) That's much better. (laughs) Uh, Breaking news. This headline reads, Loud Fart gives away suspect's hiding place and police arrest him. A a suspect hiding from... uh, Was getting away when a bout of flatulence revealed his hiding place to police. So they were literally actively searching for him. Law enforcement officers in Missouri caught a uh, hidden man wanted for possession of a controlled substance when he farted loudly. If you've got a felony warrant for your arrest... And cops are looking for you, and you pass gas so loud that it gives up your hiding spot. You're definitely having an having an S day. Yes. yes. Hashtag no. it, it, it happened. Yeah, not good. A person accidentally texts Missouri police officer about getting high. This happened on Friday. Winfield police officer got a text from an unknown guy. The unidentified person began the conversation around 5 p.m. on Friday, asking if quote the girl if she'd like to go out later that evening. Hey, do you want to go to a game tonight? It won't cost you free hot dog and soda. The message read. Okay. In response to the invitation, the officer wrote, I'd love to go to the game, although sadly I think you have the wrong man. <laughs> wrong number. The person, however, insisted he had the right number. <laughs> I don't have the wrong number. <laughs> we went to the game together, he responded to. The oh, officer no. texted back, what game did we go to? He texted, with Sherry and Diana. We got high together, girl. (laughs) The message read. (laughs) And then he texted again, get dressed and I'll pick you up. In the truck, remember? The officer sent a selfie in his uniform, showing his badge, and wrote, pretty sure we didn't get high together. And the guy wrote back, wrong number. (laughs) And finally, Dumb and Dumber. I wish we had more of these stories. This is five years after it happened. Okay. Um, This is a duo from Australia. And they get out of jail and they come back. And now everybody involved in this case is telling their side of the story, including the criminals. Mm -hmm. They were dubbed Australia's Dumb and Dumber Bandits. Um, Anthony Prince is back home in New South Wales, North Coast, after spending four years in jail in the United States for what was hailed as possibly the most inept bank robbery of all time. Here he is. I just had that feeling like there's no way that that you're going to be able to get away with this. You've just robbed a federally insured bank in the United States. Like I remember standing up in front of the bank, making that decision to just, you know, let's do it. We're here now. Let's get it done. By the way, um, <laughs> just do it. We're here now. Mm-hmm. Might be the the worst justification. <laughs> Look, we made the trip. Yeah, that never ends well. We're already in front of the bank. What are we going to do, not rob it? I bought bought this ski mask. I I threw out the receipt. We got to go in. Here's the teller. So I walked in first. Lou was behind me. Sorry, not the teller yet. 
In the first few seconds, it just didn't seem like we were being robbed, and I remember feeling like I almost was smiling. Seeing two guys with ski masks and goggles on over the top of them really didn't mean much in a ski town. I mean, it was in Vail, mm -hmm. Vail, Colorado. I even remember in the first few seconds that the guns didn't look real. Mm. I put the money into pillowcases, and when I got down to the $1 bills, I said, you want to carry these $1 bills? And he, you know, shut up, put everything in there, everything, hurry up. And I was just thinking, you're so stupid. You want to carry like $5,000 in $1 bills. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to hear every single case like this? Yeah. Yes. Where everybody... Like, they, like a post-game analysis. Yes, exactly. They walked out of there with about $130,000 U.S. Police now. So mm -hmm. these two kids get so much cash... Literally, they can't carry it out. And get this, you know what their getaway scheme was? To ride the ski lift up to the top of the mountain and snowboard down <laughs> with, the, with the money uh, and then go home. Different officer. I would say that we had them identified within eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs> An eight-minute getaway. Where they couldn't actually carry the money. I mean, if you set up a crime and the post game has everyone laughing, right? You're in the wrong profession. I feel like maybe that was not good. Dumb. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There is a uh, reason I am bringing this up, but initially you're going to think it's uh, tw 2016 all right. over again. Um, it's not. Uh, wait for it. Hit it, Steve. I was, uh, I was shocked, by the way, that Pokemon Go is still a thing. But I saw this news report this week. A Washington State Patrol trooper, Rick Johnson, was driving on the 518 near SeaTac Airport when he noticed a car pulled over on the shoulder of the highway. Where you're not allowed to park, by the way, like many freeways. He pulled over to see if there was an emergency or if the vehicle was disabled. What he st instead found was a man with eight smartphones <laughs> running different games of Pokemon Go. And this guy had a system, man. They were all neatly nestled into a foam casing to ensure that they were secure for optimal Pokemon hunting on the road. He gave the guy a ticket and said, look, this is emergency purposes only. But my question is, in 2019, who's driving around with eight cell phones playing Pokemon Go? Wasn't this... I'm not... It, 
lying, but three years ago this was a thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it felt white hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it went away like everything else, except for it didn't go away. Well, I had read a report back then that, like, after a year, three out of four people stopped playing it. Right. But I like, guess so many people were playing it that one of the four is still a lot. Yeah, it adds up. Yeah, it peaked in. Uh, it peaked with 28.5 million daily U.S. users and then steadily went downhill from that. But apparently they are still releasing new, I don't know, David King of Mexico, he's our Pokemon expert. You were into Pokemon Go heavy at the beginning, right? Yeah, I was in for about a year, and then I stopped playing. And why did you stop playing, Did you playing, have to go Dave? cold turkey? Did you need some help? <laughs> Ease yourself out? Right? No, honestly, I stopped playing because uh, the Pokemon in my neighborhood were the same over and over and over again, and I, ca- I kind of got bored. And, You're a lazy and, player. And, and, I'm uh, not going to go outside my neighborhood. This game has to happen you know, all right here. And, and then I got yelled at because uh, I kept playing it in Disneyland where it was like a hotbed for Pokemon Go. You saw... Everyone at Disneyland playing it. it yeah, yeah. There were so many people, and it was so awesome. And then Except I Except for you're missing Disneyland. Exactly. So then, uh, little by little, I stopped playing it, and then I, I, I thought I deleted it off my phone, which I didn't, because I found it on my phone today. <laughs> so he's back. <laughs> I, I, I might, you know. It's just like, you know, when you relapse, this might this might be it. Because I Look, just it happens, man. I just found out they released Team Rocket in the game. So if I get to fight them, then I'll, I'll be down with that. Dave fell I off the wagon, you guys. Don't even know what that means. Yeah, he's, a, don't, he's a dweeb. Don't hey, even uh, understand. They did release a couple weeks <laughs> Jensen ago. Jensen said he's a dweeb. I know, and I like Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Uh, I did read that they put out a new Pokemon that looked like Gene Simmons. That's real. I'm not, that's not a bit. Really? Yeah, two weeks ago they put one out. It looks just like Gene Simmons' long tongue and everything and Gene Simmons even commented on it. So this is still a pop culture juggernaut. It's still a juggernaut though? I mean, it's still being talked about all the time. And today there was a story that just got released about people still playing it. Yes, just today on Mashable they did an article where they talked to people who are still playing Pokemon, still trying to catch them all and asked why. Here's a, a lady, 34 years old, Sarah Whitehead. She works in customer service. She works in the UK. And she says it's a great form of escapism. Also, it helps you feel like you're part of a team. I recently went to an evening event at the zoo where they opened the park just for Pokemon players. It felt great to go somewhere and feel like you were around kindred spirits. <laughs> that is a sad little party right there. My friends totally went ghost on me. <laughs> she says this game has done wonders for my mental health. It helps you as you have a reason to get out of the house and have a walk. Now, that to me is, I mean, isn't the world enough to get out and have a walk, I would think? It introduces you to parts of your local area and landmarks that you wouldn't have noticed before. It's great for mindfulness as you can focus on playing and forget about anything else you might have going on in yeah, your life, Technically the opposite of mindfulness, but okay. I was, I, was in New York, I was in New York City three years ago when this was huge, and I saw a group of, I don't know, 25 people running across a crosswalk looking at their phones. All of them going, over here, over here, over here. It's like, you guys are crossing a street in New York City. You know who plays religiously? Who? K-Rock artist Mark Hoppus. Still? Still to this, still to this day. No. Yeah. Yes. He still plays. What? Yeah. He tweets about it a lot, and it's so funny, and I had a conversation with him when he came in, and how excited it was that they were releasing like uh, Mewtwo and all the new Pokemons, because he was going to get them, him and his son. <laughs> okay, but, uh, well, maybe that's part of the answer, that it's something he bonds with with his oh, kid. Oh, that's, a, no, that's, that's a, cover. a front. Total cover. <laughs> that, I mean, Mark does that with everything. He's like, oh, yeah, my kid and I have been playing a lot of uh, Switch. I play because of him. He's his beard. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, I, but I feel like a guy like Mark Hoppus is the exact opposite of the sad lady in England going to the exactly, zoo because yeah, he is incredibly busy. Yeah. yeah incredibly, but he, like, He's incredibly he... busy, but he also has a lot of time in a day, I would guess, to do, not, to do nothing. And like, he travels a lot. He travels a lot. Yeah. He, do, he only does a show for two hours. 
So yeah. I would assume he's got time to burn. I'm surprised there's no real competition. Like, there hasn't been another. I know they did a Harry Potter one, right? Yes. But no one talks about that one. But I feel like every property should have made a Pokemon Go. You think so? Like, uh, you know, fencing or, like, uh, Game of Thrones version? Yeah. You know? but Absolutely. No. So they're not updating it very much, and it's still a huge <laughs> thing. No, I think they are updating it, they, no? They, yeah. Dude, the Water Festival begins on August 23rd. I never want to hear that again. <laughs> Same. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. So what you're telling me is a week from today, plus a couple of hours, a lot of K-Rock listeners going to be on the bus heading to Las Vegas for the singles party. That is correct, mm-hmm. yes. Hit it, Steve. What are you with Vegas? It's Kevin's party bus, the Vegas singles party. We loaded enough booze on the beer for the entire city of Las Vegas. Vegas, baby! <laughs> Talking about a two-night hotel stay at the uh, wonderful Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. All you have to do is go to carrot.com and upload a video of yourself. One minute or less, please. By the way, Kevin, how are people doing at abiding by the one minute or less, please? Pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Most people don't even get there. Okay. Hmm. Uh, tell us why you want to party in Las Vegas and what you're looking to get out of the trip. And by the way, there are really no wrong answers for that. I mean, uh, you could just be going to hang out with fun people. You could be going to get a hookup. You could be going to get uh, find someone to marry. You could be going to gamble. I don't care what the reason just is. Just be in Vegas for, for just, three just, days. Yeah. Just be in Vegas with a bunch you of cool be, people. You could want to go to the pinball museum. It's in Vegas. Yeah, sure. Well, that person is maybe not going to make the cut. Mm. But uh, we don't put these videos up. It is just for us to pick uh, to get you on the bus. If you're 21 and up, go to Carol. Rock.com. I understand we have some new entries to go through. We do. One uh, is a girl that said, uh, I, I've been listening to Kevin and Bean. I loved them long time. So she's in. <laughs> because she's mocking me. Here's a dude that uh, surprised me. Hey, Kevin and Bean. My name is Roland. I'm originally from the Midwest and have been out here in California for about 20 years. And I've never been to Vegas. I mean, that is that... It's, it's rare. Uh, what the... How, I don't, I don't think it. I don't think it is rare, by the way. I don't. I think there, twenty years he's been here. I mean, that's he hasn't been there once. That's a long time. Do we trust that guy? <laughs> that's a long time. I mean, you're fulfilling a dream. It's like a make a wish. You got. You got to <laughs> think about putting him in. I bet there are. I mean, this would be fun to check one day. I bet there are millions of people in Southern California who have never been to the beach. What people don't? Yeah, people, I would guess that too. Yeah, people very. Yeah, I don't know millions, but. I mean, when you think about how many people live here, yeah. there are a lot of people who just don't get out of their area. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people who don't travel. Um, I don't know. Roland sounded all right to me. Yeah. See? <laughs> Is that what we say? <laughs> about the party bus? Yeah. Kevin, Dave, Omar, Beer Mug, take me to Vegas, please. I want to be on the singles bus. I'm recently single. haven't been to Vegas since I was like 13. Uh, I'm sure I'll have a way better time. <laughs> Hit me up. Lucas Garneau. Instagram. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. How do you feel about that one? I don't get a, a super vibe. <laughs> hey, Kevin and Bean. My name's Vanessa. Um, I heard you're out on the radio. I listen to you guys all the time. You guys are hilarious. And I definitely need this party trip to uh, Las Vegas. I have been... Um, Single for over 15 years. Yeah, you got that right. All right. Hmm. 15 years. I mean. 15 plus years of the single life. And although it's amazing and fun, um, it's hard to find someone in Los Angeles, a man that is good looking and has 
together and actually wants a serious committed relationship. Now, are we promising any of that? No, absolutely not. We're trying to but pick good people. You never know. You never, never know. know. Right. Um, so I definitely need this trip. It's been years since I've been to Vegas and I have the perfect girls to join me. Now that I love. She's yes. already planning because mm-hmm. it's you and you plus three. Right. Yeah. So she's already checked out with her friends that she can do it next Friday. I think she needs to blot those cobwebs, you know, after 15 years. <laughs> she didn't say that she hasn't had sex, Bean. She oh, said she's oh, been okay. single. All right. Okay, I understand. Yeah, Very yeah, gotcha. different. No, I got trip to party, mingle, and have a ton of fun. And I love Vegas, so it's going to be a blast. See, that's the kind of person that we love. Yeah. yeah. Because she knows it's going to be fun because she's there. That's right. Yeah, and she loves to and she loves to mingle. She's open to meeting people. Uh, yeah, she sounds like she's got Blow everything the going. Cobwebs. Blow the cobwebs. Blood cobwebs. Said. So the deadline is tonight at midnight. <clears throat> tonight at midnight. So uh, we're looking for a few more girls to keep the numbers even. Yeah. So if you want to go to krock.com, you can enter for the Kevin and Bean Singles Party. It's the party bus to Las Vegas. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. I know we have a very uh, busy show. We got a lot going on. You all right? Oh, what are you, are you running? Run a marathon? No, or? I'm check. not. And check. No, it's not like that at all. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure out the words to use to read the email that I just got. Hmm. Oh, it is. Uh, I know we're getting into the the that's my jam. What's uh, happening? Which I enjoy very much on Fridays, but I feel like this is breaking news. Okay, but why are you so out of breath? Yeah, because you want to read an email. I'm, yes, I'm out. Of, I'm out of breath because I am. Uh, it'll take. This will take the wind out of you too. Okay, Kevin. all right. When you read what I what I just read. Okay, you will also be gasping for air. Okay, that's how disturbing it is. We were doing the phone topic a couple of days about a couple of days ago about people who hid the ring. Remember fiancés yes. mm-hmm. who said, "Oh, I'm going to turn it into a little game and I'm going to put it in your ice cream sundae or whatever it is." And you find the ring. I feel like the people who called in were sort of fifty fifty. Sometimes it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it didn't. Yeah, a lot of people thought it was creative and clever, and they loved it, and they wouldn't wouldn't you know have done it any other way. They're huh? wrong, but that's what they think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is a podcast listener who writes in, was not able to hear the conversation live, but wanted to let us know. And the, I cannot name the people, but they are semi-famous people no. that he is writing about that he happens to be uh, in acquaintance with. Okay. This is a semi-famous woman who engaged, got engaged, was asked to be married by a semi-famous man. The way he proposed was he stuck the ring up his butt. No, no possible way. way. If this isn't Steve-O, it's got to be Steve-O. There's <laughs> no then, one else. And then called to his girlfriend from the shower and said it felt like something was weird in no, his butt. That is no. nuts. And could she take a look? No. You're not. No. 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 You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be putting things in your butt. Honey, something feels weird in my butt. That's got your lead into Will You Marry Me? She did. She thought it was funny. And she said yes. I mean, that's got to be their relationship. They have to have that kind of thing yeah. going. Yeah, you don't. He had you, to know that was going to work, yeah, right? Because to. that's a he, big risk if you don't know. <laughs> that, that is a relationship ender if you don't know. You don't just pull that out <laughs> how of does, thin air. How does he know? He's friends with them. Emailer? Uh, yes. Okay. He, is fr- he is friends That's with That's crazy. Wow. It's yes. Steve-O, isn't it? It's not Steve-O. Man, oh. I, you can't imagine Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine doing that, <laughs> but I guess they did. I mean, this is yeah, not, dude. Something, not something you just want to pull out of thin air. Unless or a butt. You, uh, unless you have a, a, an absolute certainty that this is the type of humor that your girlfriend is going to find amusing. But even so, 
you have to think that girl is going to be asked by every friend mm-hmm. how he she was proposed to. They have to have mm-hmm. a fake story. They have to have a fake story, right? Yeah. Because she wouldn't say it was great. He was in the shower. He told her to take a look at his butt. There's yeah. no way that works out for her story-wise. And by the way, even if she found it hilarious, mm-hmm. how eager is she to put that ring on, on her, her finger. finger? Yeah, well, I mean, you see Jada Pinkett wearing it all the time. so <laughs> Not her. Oh, okay. It's not her at all. <laughs> okay. So anyway, now you can see why I was flummoxed. Wow. When I got the email, because uh, th- that one didn't make the call-in segment, but if it had, that would be the greatest proposal great. story of all time. That's well, nice. If Mila Kunis ever wants to call in and tell the story. <laughs> okay. It wasn't Mila Kunis, but I'm not going to say who it was, but just to think about that as you get about your day. Don't, don't. All right. Your parents uh, got drunk. What did they do? What did you see? That'll be coming up right after the top of the hour. First, though, it's that special Friday, What's Happening? Allie is out. Jensen fills in today while we talk about the new That's My Jam playlist editions. Hi, everybody. So, yeah, we don't pick the music that gets played on this station. I know that's a huge shock to you, uh, but we don't. So we get one time every single week to sit here and pick the music that we want heard by you. And it goes onto a playlist, right? Yeah. And everything we've ever picked from That's My Jam is available on our Facebook page. There's a link there on our social media at Kevin and Bean. It's a full playlist. It's like over six hours of music. It's an entire weekend, right? I don't know hours well. <laughs> uh, so first, uh, we're going to start with Kevin's pick. Kevin, what'd you pick this week? Mine is a uh, blues band out of Cleveland called Welshly Arms. And I thought, what a bizarre name that is. It was from a sketch on SNL. Hmm. Uh, Rachel Dratch and Will Ferrell were in a tub talking too much about their sex life, and it was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they were in the Welchley Arms Hotel. So these guys saw Weird. it, and they were like, you know what? Let's name our band Welchley Arms. Uh, I, like I said, since 2013 in Cleveland, this song came out last year, and I was not aware of it until I heard it this week. It's called Indestructible. Good song. That's great. Yeah. Sounds really good. Love that band. Uh, Bean, what is your pick? Do you guys remember The Darkness? From I, believe yes. thing, I believe in a thing called love, right? Yes. Or uh, no, but huh? you gotta say it, you got to say it like they sing it. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, believe it or not, still have been following The Darkness. I still enjoy that band very much, and I am really excited about their new album that is coming out in October called Easter is Cancelled. They are... <laughs> They are not for everyone, by the way. They are very flamboyant rock and roll. If you're a Queen fan, you're probably a Darkness fan. And their new song is called Rock and Roll Deserves to Die. (laughs) And here's what they're saying. A lot of bands have relinquished their duty. Rock and roll is so uniform now. Everybody dresses the same, looks the same, sounds the same. It's pathetic. It deserves to die. Let's kill the cliches. That's partly what this album is about. And again, I know this will be polarizing because not everyone can take this dude's voice. But this... This is a small part of a five-minute song from the darkness called Rock and Roll Deserves to Die. Rock and roll, your time has finally come. Now the friends of us die.
that's very hmm. Queen-esque. It is very much so. Justin Hawkins, the lead singer, I still love his voice. I, I do, too, he... because he does things, and you go, well, did he just, what, that note, did he sing that high? That's not possible. Uh, that is uh, my selection for the That's My Jam playlist this week. Uh, well, I am continuing with a four-week program that I have called oh. the Rap and Rock Review. Last week, I picked Shooty's Groove. I'm picking songs from that era that I don't think you've ever heard. Okay. A lot of people use Limp Bizkit as the reference or Linkin Park. No, there was like... So it's early 2000s? Yeah, the late 90s, early 2000s. There was okay. like 25 of those bands. Some of these you might not know. This one, Bionic Jive out of Phoenix, Arizona, uh, was signed to farmclub.com alongside your boy. I'm your boy. Uh, and no one really heard them, uh, and I thought they were really good. They have a sound a lot like Rage Against the Machine. All right, I'm in. And uh, even though they uh, seem to have kind of disappeared a bit since 2000, uh, it looks like they did put out an album kind of recently, but uh, not much going on. But I, you should listen to this song. It is called I Shot Lucifer. America sleeps while children play with cyber sex. And my neighbor's hard to love, cause I know each child molest. Money manifests the greed, greed manifests the murder. Murder manifests revenge, so hold the cycle of the sin. I shot Lucifer! Christ compel me, Christ compel me. We bring the truth to light. Shock the world with it, shock the world with it. A governmental conspiracy to murder me. Descendants of Charles Manson never seem to cease Cause everyday man impregnates the belly of the beast I yeah. love that They were great I That's love great. that very much I'm telling you, there were some hidden gems in that era, man Got two more, weeks, two more weeks to give you some. Okay. Uh, Allie is out right now, but she sent in her song. And I, I, when Dave handed me this, he goes, you're not going to believe their bio. I go, I, I think we know these guys, Pup, right? I mean, they actually have other songs on, on our playlist. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, rest in peace, Chip. It was one of her favorite bands. So <laughs> uh, It is sad we lost her at such a young age. Yeah. I just want to throw out there. Chip didn't die, right? I think she just moved on to another job. Dead to me. Okay. Uh, Pup formed in 2011, right? They're out of uh, Canada, out of Toronto. Uh, you know what their first name was? Mm -mm. Topanga. What? No kidding. The original name was a reference to Topanga Lawrence, a character played by Daniel Fischel on the 90s sitcom Boy Meets World. Whatever happened to her? Uh, again, with Chip. Rest <laughs> in peace. I hear she married down. I know that. Well, that is true. Uh, but when the members learned Fischel would be reviving the character in 2014, they changed her name to Pup. Isn't that crazy? All right. They released Morbid Stuff, a new album in 2019. The song that Allie picked is called Kids. Fantastic. Ironically, PUP stands for Pathetic Use of Potential, which is what Danielle used with uh, Marrying Me. <laughs> uh, celebrity birthdays. We have Madonna, Kathy Lee Gifford, James Cameron. Are you the guy that directed The Abyss? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, I may not have delivered that well. Uh, that's uh, something he wants to hear on his birthday. Uh, Angela Bassett, Reginald Vell Johnson. He plays a cop in everything. Taika Waititi, he's a great director. And Steve Carell. No! Clarkson. And that's what's going on. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We've been playing uh, people's entries to get into the uh, Kevin's Party Bus to Vegas, the singles party. And I'd like to bring back one guy who was standing there with his mom yeah. on the video. And he tosses it to his mom, who doesn't really handle it well. Messages for Johnny Cantrell. 
I'm trying to meet you in Las Vegas, and uh, I need to find me a pretty lady, according to my mother, because she wants me to find someone to marry. She's over here. Looks at her. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to say something about hey. me. Finding a wife. All right, she's drunk. But uh... <laughs> um, I remember when we first heard that, we thought, "How many times have you been to a bar with right, your mother? with yeah. your mom? I have never been. Never, never. No. That dude's at a bar with his mom, who is too drunk to vouch for him. She's uh, she's slurring. I love it. That's I love fantastic. It. So when we heard that, we thought we have to turn it over to the other Kevin and Bean listeners to find out stories of your parents being drunk. And again, we want to keep it fun. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. We're not. We're not ready. We're not emotionally equipped for very, anything deep. Very easy way to say. It. Okay. Your parents got happy drunk, not sad drunk. Okay. But okay. If, but if sad drunk, we still have to laugh about it. It can't be <laughs> correct. Really sad. Yeah. Okay. So just not the worst. Right. Is what we're looking for. Here's what we're looking for from uh, Facebook already uh, on the Kevin Bean Facebook page. This is from Rodrigo. One New Year's Eve in Cancun, I was 13. <laughs> After dinner, my two brothers and I were sent to our hotel room while my parents went out for dinner and to drink. Uh, it was the first time when they came back, they were both drunk. It was the first time I had ever seen my mom drunk. She was giggling and couldn't get her shoes off. Everything <laughs> actually was pretty cool up until the moment they decided to try sexy time thinking we were asleep. Oh, oh no. no. Drunk mom and dad come no. back to the room. He's 13. He and his two brothers are laying there going, oh, please don't, please don't, please Put don't. Put their fingers in their ears so they can't hear anything. <laughs> la, 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 la. Hey, we're up! Because you really, you want to believe that the last time your parents ever had sex was the night you were conceived, right? Yeah. Or at least, maybe yeah. not even then. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just, not. yeah, some miracle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so 1-800-520-1067. One or both parents got drunk and it was fun or funny. We want to hear from you on the Kevin Amin Show. Beer Mug, I see you uh, nestling up to the mic. What's going on? The one and only time. I, and mind you, I wish my mom got drunk all the time, especially while watching Dodger games. Mm -hmm. Because I think it would loosen her up a little sure, bit. Sure, happier. But the one and only time I Mugs ever... wants his mom to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only time I ever saw my mom drunk, we were out to dinner, and she had three glasses of wine. Mm -hmm. And she only said, oh, she started with one, I'm only going to have one, and then, of course, she moved on to the second and third. By the time we got home, my father and myself were carrying her up the stairs, <laughs> and she was swaying as if the house was on, it was a cruise ship. So she was going from wall to wall, her eyes were closed, she's like... I can't move. I can't move. And I was, well, how old were you? Was this recent? This was very recent. Recent. Wow, yeah, okay. and, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It right. was. I was hysterically on the floor. That's very funny. Uh, I, my parents weren't big drinkers either at all. Uh, my mom got drunk once. I think I've seen them like tipsy, kind yeah. of after going out with friends. But my mom got drunk once. Uh, her parents had passed away semi-recently, and I think they were playing music at the party that reminded her of her parents. Oh. And so she ended up just like... Uh, Sad drunk. Yeah, like, like being, <laughs> but like still fun, but like being like, oh, I'll drink again, you know. And on the way home, she's laughing and laughing, and she's talking on the cell phone, and she just goes, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> just barfs all over the cell phone and in the car, and it all... Yeah. Okay. We don't, we don't need that. That microphone was in the car, I think. <laughs> yeah. And so it was all over the phone, all over the car. She had to get it cleaned out, everything. And she never drinks. It was such a random one-time mistake wow. more than anything. That's awesome. But it made oh me God. laugh very hard. Of course. Mm -hmm.
But that's when your dad left. It was after that after that <laughs> event. Yeah, he was like, you know what? Can't handle it. Gonna leave. I'm out. Uh, Kevin, did you ever have uh, any experience at all with your parents? Uh, no, my there? parents didn't drink. Really? Isn't that a surprise? <laughs> yes, that's very much a surprise. <laughs> Um, I don't think I did I don't either. Feel like Chief's a drinker. Was no, a drinker. Chief was never ever a drinker. My okay. mom drank a little, a little more than she should, but she just got tired and went to sleep. You know what I mean? Like if she had, yeah, too much, that's no fun. She would just nap. Yeah, so Boo! I didn't get any. Drinker, you're just doing it to sleep. <laughs> All right, let's uh, squeeze it a call at 1 800 520 1067. Let's make it Kyle and Torrance up first, line one. Laura, you hang on, we are going to get up to you uh, as well. But 1 800 520 1067, you saw your parents drunk. Kyle, welcome. Thank you for calling in. What's up, party people? How's it going? Good, Great. thank you. You saw your parents drunk. Good. So, so, me and my pop went to Vegas. This was three, four, five years ago. And, um, we that went out and had a great night. I lost him about uh, two hours before I decided to go back to the hotel. He's a grown man, so I figured he'd be fine. And I, like, in the middle of the night, I heard some rustling, like he'd come through the door. I didn't think anything of it. I woke up the next morning to my dad passed out in his boxers in the bed with a cheesecake and a giant stuffed parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I still have, we still have no idea to this day. Like, we laugh about it. Like, no idea why he, he craved cake and where he got the parrot i don't know how he there's no he answer to that he no. doesn't know either he <laughs> should always be left as a mystery right pretty... that's and a beautiful story eaten. let me let me let me make sure i, I point that out okay, it what? was half eaten when we woke up half oh, eaten the... yeah uh, that is more beautiful yeah, oh so, my god yeah. that's did you take a was... fo- did you take a photo kyle <sighs> oh you no. fail no you know what he's i know leave it to the I mystery because you know what entire life he'd grew me about not being a drunk mess so, like the one time we decided to go to vegas together he comes home white girl wasted. That's amazing. It's a good job. That, that really is. That's a great call. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic weekend. one 800 520 to call or text. Your parents were drunk and it was fun or funny. We'll take yours next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. John in Long Beach. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Okay, so this is about 20 years ago. I'm in my 20s. Uh, it's Thanksgiving uh, my mom's walking me out to my car. She's been pounding wine all evening long, mm-hmm. right? And it's very rare for me to see my mom even tipsy, let alone drunk. So we get to my car, and she's giving me the mother of all hugs. <laughs> little bo- bony Irish woman. It hurts, but I'm like, okay. And out of nowhere, she says, you're wearing a condom, aren't you? What? Oh, oh not, no. Exactly. Not the time for and, this. Wait, talk. what? And I, Exactly. I'm like, uh... What? She's like, with, with your girlfriends, you, you know, I don't, you know, there are a lot of diseases out there. You, you're using a condom, right? And I'm like, sure. Um, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and, I need to be anywhere you, else but here. She was, and mind you, she was holding onto me mm. with a vice grip. You know, and and she's smaller than me, but she had that like drunk strength. <laughs> yeah, so, that yeah, is the thing. You know? Drunk strength. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm glad you called, but I think the takeaway here is always wear a condom with your mom. <laughs> oh. The Kevin and Bean Show. Texter Ethan from Anaheim. My mom threw me a 21st birthday party. She took multiple Jaeger bomb shots with me to start the night. By the end, she was hammered and dancing all over the place. She was way more drunk than I was. 
Greatest night ever. <laughs> uh, speaking of texters, my mom just texted me. Uh-oh. Harold Dean, what's she talking about? She said, forgot the funniest part of the story. I put my head out the window and kept throwing up, and it was hitting the car windows behind us on the freeway, and they were all going left and right trying to avoid it. <laughs> she was leaving a smoke screen behind her. <laughs> all right, let's get back to your calls on this. You saw your parents drunk. Harrison is up next. Line five, he joins us from West L.A. Hey, Harrison, which parent was it, or was it both? Uh, it was my dad. Uh, right. He was wasted off of tequila, and he stood up from our dinner table, got naked, and jumped into a river. Stood what? up from your dinner table, got naked. I'm just trying to picture who was at the dinner. So we were. I was on vacation. It was me, my brother, my dad's girlfriend, and his three daughters. Oh and, uh, my god! Hawaii, as, as we do on vacation, drinking tequila. Probably all the kids were between I don't know, maybe twelve and seventeen. Okay, oh, excellent. And, uh, we were bickering at as you do at you know Hawaiian beautiful dinners. And in order to prove a point and tell us to shut the hell up, he uh, decided to get up, walk. Out away from our outdoor table, stand in the grass, say, This is what life is about, and jump into a river. <laughs> well, I don't know what the, the disagreement was over, but I say your dad won that argument. Agreed. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. No. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Harrison. We appreciate the call. Let's try Justin West Covina up next, line one on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Justin. Hey. Yeah, so the stars with, the, with my mom, and uh, when I was a kid, uh, she told me that she was going to cut me up with a knife and throw me in the garbage disposal after okay. drinking a couple of shots of tequila. Okay. Hold on. This is really... This yeah. could go either way. This is yeah. on the border right yeah. now. Yeah. It's got a little darker was, than we were hoping. <laughs> um, what what she happened? She was joking, of course, but... Okay. She was laughing. Yeah. What happened yeah, before laughing, that? But, were you just drinking at home with her? Well, it, it was a party, and um, I went to go get some cake, and uh, she was right there, and she's like, Harrison, let me cut you up a piece of cake, and she looked at me a couple seconds and was like, I'm going to cut you up and throw you in the garbage disposal. Oh, and, okay. And right. me, as a kid, you know, I was kind of scared, but then she started laughing, and like, no, I'm not going to do that, you idiot. Like, I've never, never do that to you, you know, and... Do they let, do the, war, do the wardens let you alone on weekends now when you visit her? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Every Friday morning about this time on the Kevin Bean Show, we let you, the Kevin Bean listener, help us pick the music. We call it Keep It 100. I got to keep it 100. 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 Keep it 100.
I know this is a controversial, but I'm going to say John Popper from Blues Traveler is another guy who I think looked better fat than thin. Uh, don't put that on Twitter. He searches for his own name. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a big search for his own name guy. <laughs> uh, Blues Traveler Hook was Mario from Long Beach's uh, pick. He was texter number 99. Texter number 101 was uh, Sergio looking for STP tripping on a hole in a paper heart. That would have been a pick. Which I am also like not mad too. at, but yeah. as you know, there can only be one texter 100. And today it is our friend Grant from Brea who joins us on K-Rock right now. Hey, Grant. Hey, what's up, party people? Do, do I feel like we have met you before? Yeah, I'm. Uh, um, I was. Um, how do you? How do you, uh, what made, how do you do that? Hold on. How, hold on. How Grant. do you do that? You don't remember that you were like lived with a woman once. That's, how do you? How do you remember this? <laughs> that's not important. Grant, where did we meet? But, um, I was another Kevin um, 100, and I've also been to a bunch of Kevin and Bean events. So how do you? But you didn't say anything that identified you. <laughs> okay, we've, um, we've 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 met before. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I just you know every once in a while I just, I just get clairvoyant. Mm. I see the letter yeah. B. I see B in a name of a relative you lost. <laughs> All right, Grant. What's your story? What do you got going on this Friday morning? Uh, nothing much. Um, tomorrow I'm going to see Bad Religion. So, Ooh, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You fun, win. Fun weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> y- you could pick any K Rock song you ever wanted to hear. Which one did you choose and why? Um, well, I feel like you guys don't play these guys enough, and um, I've always loved this band, and it's uh, Sure Shot by the Beastie Boys. That's uh, one of the greatest K-Rock bands of all time. It's the B. Steve! Boys! Grant in Brea. Texture number 100 for Keep It 100 here on the Cabot Bean Show. Jensen, I know uh, this is Allie's bit, but uh, since she's out today and you're filling in for what's happening, I'm going to ask you. And you're a uh, hip-hop head, so yeah. I don't think you'll have any problem with well, this. Well, I don't know. I'm not a years guy. I'm not really okay. much of a years guy. But I know I'm in high school. All right. Uh, I know that... Uh, Intergalactic comes out at the end-ish of high school, 98, 99. Uh, so I'm going to say 90, 96, 95. I'm going to say 95. You'd be wrong. I'm sorry. Ah. Oh. June of 94 for oh, sure. Shot. Uh, released the same week as the album Ill Communication. But that is another great song from the great Beastie Boys here on the world-famous K-Rock. Thanks, Grant, for picking that one for Keep It 100. Keep It 100. The world famous k-rock it's the kevin and bean show oh my gosh does that suck it's a shame there's no uh way to recap things that happened during the week yeah people miss a ton of stuff right? it is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end i know i barely listen i'm jensen from kevin and bean and i'm here to catch you up to speak because if a squirrel laying dead in the middle of the street keep it out of your house or it's biting your feet yeah, Bean made a stray into his baby. Now he's sadly living with rabies. Even if he's not, he probably shouldn't care. Cause no one is safe from the reach of poo air. Oh, Joe McHale was a guest. 
And Seth Rogen's always the best. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? Yeah, thanks, Mike. And a couple of olds love to dress alike in DC. Called in a few days before a fight. Mama mugs turn the Dodgers off every single night. Yeah, the week always moves real fast. And if you miss that, sh- download the podcast. Soon they say romances break up. How I hope and how I pray. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to come at the olds like that? I love them. <laughs> they did. That is a, uh, that's a phenomenal job, Jetson. Thank well you. done. Do get the podcast at radio.com, wherever you get yours. Like we always say, if you miss a day, you miss a lot mm-hmm. here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Jetson is in for Allie. Time for one final look at what's happening here on a Friday. Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. The man caught on video sucker punching Andy Dick in New Orleans. We have been following this story. Yes. It is, it is our beat. We are all over this thing. Mm -hmm. Well, now he's claiming the comedian grabbed his crutch and winked at him first. I should not weigh in on this based on zero information, so I won't. Well, I mean, what you're saying, what you're you're alluding to, is the idea that Andy Dick has been called out before for this kind of behavior. Only many times. Yes. David Hale, 46 years old, is making the claim originally when cops showed up at his home on Tuesday. He said, yes, I did do that, but I had a reason. He claims that he approached Dick, 53, after a show at One-Eyed Jack's nightclub in the French Quarter to say he enjoyed the performance and that the comedian then leaned in and, quote-unquote, grabbed his genitals. Uh, Hale claimed he lost control and cold-cocked the comedian, who said he was then knocked out unconscious for 15 minutes. He is now facing second-degree battery and simple battery in the attack. Uh, But it is important to say that a rep for Andy Dick is denying the claims. Uh, But the New Orleans uh, Orleans Police Department is investigating all allegations related to the altercation. Look, I I don't know what happened. I love Andy and I always want him to be well. And I hope that he didn't do that. And I, but I can't figure out any other reason why a guy would randomly knock this dude out. That's true, unless you're just trying to beat up Andy Dick. Yeah. So or, who's, or who's trying to do that? Like, why? Or maybe he got one of those cameos and he didn't do a slide whistle in it. Oh, that would be disappointing. <laughs> I would punch him in the face over that. <laughs> Understandably, no jury would convict you. No. Uh, Kristen Wiig, off the market, getting married. Oh, what a lucky guy, whoever that is, or girl. I don't know the situation. The former Saturday Night <laughs> Who knows? Or whatever. Uh, the former Saturday Night Live actress and longtime boyfriend Avi Rothman are now engaged. People Magazine confirms today they got engaged earlier this year in what is uh, a secret, I guess. The couple's been together for more than three years. Uh, they've been out of the spotlight as, as sort of a duo, though. No one really knows they're dating. Uh, but, yeah, they were in Hawaii recently showing off some PDA, and now uh, they're getting married. He, he's a writer, actor, producer, and director. He's one Is of those. Is it true that he put the ring in his butt, and then he <laughs> called in for her to come, hey, I've got something no, uh, that doesn't different, feel right. That's a come, different Hey, that come, email was a secret. That's come a look at it in the shower, and uh, that's how he proposed. Yeah, that's a different uh, story. His IMDb page lists several acting writers and producing credits. Uh, they seems to have met maybe at the Groundlings. They both uh, came up there for comedy. Makes sense. All right. But uh, congratulations to her. Good for congratulations. her. Congratulations, yeah. Uh, listen, I read this story and I, I relate to the man. I feel like him and I are peas in a pod. I feel like... R. Kelly? <laughs> no, sorry, not R. Oh, Kelly. I was just guessing, sorry. The All guy right. who uh, decked Andy Dick? <laughs> Robert. Um, no. It wasn't exactly love at first sight for Brian Austin Green and wife Megan Fox. All right. Recently on Barstool's KFC Radio, the Beverly Hills 90210 actor, Brian Austin Green, said that his relationship got off to a rocky start. He said he had just gotten out of a relationship and wasn't looking for something at the time. And and basically, Megan Fox just repeatedly kept asking him out on dates. And he kept saying no? Yes. 
kept saying no over and over again. I'd she like was, to hear her version of that. She was, quote unquote, really persistent in pursuing him, even after he said no after a recent breakup. Hmm. What a drag if Megan Fox just keeps calling you over right? and over and over again. Stop it. I feel like I be connect, so thirsty. I connect with the bag. You do. Well, I mean, people always, I mean, he doesn't get it as bad as like Lyle Lovett got in the 90s or whatever for being with Julia Roberts. But like he's out his league. Of course. Mm-hmm. He knocked out of we, his We all coverage. are out of our leagues, by the way. Yeah. Clearly. Every one of us. <laughs> Every one of us. Uh, Fox and Green have been married since 2010. They met while working on a sitcom called Hope and Faith in 2004. They have three kids. They're also kind of a cute couple that have like broken up and separated and then gotten back together. They made it work. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's all I wrote down. You guys have anything going on this weekend? <laughs> well, I'm going to see the great Weird Al tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Oh, look at you. Donna told me, because she's on Facebook, I'm not, that they have this thing that comes up that tells you about this date on your Facebook page. Sure. And apparently we saw Weird Al seven years ago today. Oh, man. As well. And, and we've seen him since then as well. And we're going to see him tomorrow. So I, I'm super psyched. You going to take a pic? Party. I don't know. I'll uh, play by ear. You should. I'm going to have a lot of pictures of me with Weird Al, but mm-hmm. it's you never know. I mean, this could literally be the last time I ever see him in my life with uh, moving away. Wow. He's, he's, wow. he's going to oh, play man. in the UK, no? Make it easy. Um... Yeah, Mr. Doom and Gloom up here. International you never, tours. You never know. I, I I hope you know. I hope Al is always in my life. Are you going to but... kill Weird Al? <laughs> no, it's the opposite of that's that. That's a great okay. question. We're Based on the, comp- at the at the Church of Weird Al. You know, you it's the last me? time anyone's going to yeah. see Weird Al. It's <laughs> a weird thing <laughs> to say, I mean. That's all we're saying. I'm very excited. So those are my big weekend plans. How about you guys? How about uh, mugs? Yeah. Well, today, <laughs> continuing the Hot Topic <laughs> sticker campaign. <laughs> Like I worked that in? Thank you, Kevin. Uh-huh. 2243 Galleria at Tyler at the Galleria Tyler Riverside. I'm going to have more Hot Topic gift cards. We're giving away the new K-Rock sticker. And also, I'm going to have tickets to the Self-Help Festival at the Nas Event Center oh. uh, for Nas October Nas is going to be there? No. <laughs> Nas, just, Nas is performing at the Self-Help? I, I think they just named oh. the venue after him. Got it. So I will be there from 1 to 3. Come say hi. We'll have a good time. You're going to go around to the vendor, see if you need, you could maybe pick up some t- tips and... Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Proud of you. It's a shaky yeah right there. (laughs) Just want to remind you, we're loading up the uh, party bus and taking you and three friends to join us in Vegas. It's next next Friday, a week from today. Our singles party is going to be happening, including a two-night hotel stay at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. You have until midnight tonight. Go to krock.com to enter. And uh, the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all this afternoon on your drive home today. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Are we going to bone later? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. That's not great. What's option B? My cat just bit me on the foot. <laughs> At this point, I'm more bean than gene. Just pass it around. Do you want the cheesecake? And the bogart that joined, my friend. You got tearing me apart, Lisa. Pass it on down. Matter of fact, everybody's got the day off. Everybody's got the day off. Y'all got the day off. Everybody go home. I'm so appreciative of all you guys' hard work. I love every single one of you, except you, Tad. Bagel Friday is for everybody, Tad. You don't think we know you taking the bagels? Yeah, Tad, not cool. <laughs> From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go f- yourself, San Diego.
Bong bong. World store. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.